Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Word Podcast. We've been spending some time going through the Gospel of John right now. We're in the 16th chapter. We're drawing close to the end, not to the end yet, but close to the end of what Jesus was saying to his disciples on this last night that he was on earth. So it's John chapter 16, verse 25 we're going to pick up. If you're just now joining us, back up a few episodes and you'll uh, get a feel for what's happening uh, on this particular evening. Jesus says this beginning in verse 25. I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures of speech, but will tell you plainly about the Father. Now, that's interesting. If you just take that verse out of, just extract it from there, you think, well, what is he talking about? Well, we know he's been talking for um, quite a while here about leaving, that he's going to be departing from there. And they didn't know where he's going at first, and even now they're not sure. He's been telling them, I'm going to the Father. They're not sure what that means. Well, now he's telling them the hour is coming, and they're about to find out that the hour is here right now to where he's going to speak plainly to them about the Father. But it's also got an element of what he's been saying most recently in the context of chapter 16 about the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit and the Son, Jesus, and the Father all will dwell within those that are true believers. Uh, We spent a lot of time examining that. So again, go back, catch the last couple of episodes, and you'll see that. But he said, I want to talk plainly to you about the Father. Now, verse 26, in that day, you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf, Father, for the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and, I, and, and have believed that I came from God. So that's sort of a uh, nearly a convoluted kind of thing. It doesn't say exactly what you think it's going to say. Listen to it again, verse 26. In that day, you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf. Well, he's already said he's going to ask on the Father on their behalf in relationship to the Spirit, that the Lord would send the Spirit. So what is he talking about here? Well, what he's talking about is that because of the relationship we have through the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father loves us in the same way that Jesus loves us. And he says, you have come to believe that I came from God, and because of that, you have been reconciled to the Father. Verse 28, he brings it all together, so listen to this. I came from the Father and have come into the world. And now I am leaving the world and going to the Father. Well, there you go. That's just that's pretty cut and dry, isn't it? Forthright. They even picked up on that, verse 29. His disciples said, Ah, now you are speaking plainly and not using figurative language. Now we know that you know all things. And do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. So they're all acknowledging, we believe that you came from God. This is why, because you know all these things. And the reason is, you came from the Father and you're about to return to the Father. Jesus answers them in verse 31. Do you now believe? It's a question. Do you now believe? Verse 32. Behold, the hour is coming. Indeed. It has come when you will be scattered, each to his own home, 
and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. <clears throat> now, remember, they, they are together on the last evening. They don't know that this is the last evening of Jesus' life. He does. He knows it. And he's telling us that here's what's going to happen. You're going to be scattered. And there's really hope in the midst of this statement because notice what he says. You will be scattered each to his own home. They weren't going to be run out of town. They weren't going to be run off to a foreign land. You're going to be scattered back to your own home. You will leave me alone. And he's not faulting them with this. He says, I'm not alone, really, because the Father is with me. He's just letting them know what's going to happen in advance. And he's already said that several times, that I'm telling you these things in advance to where you will know it when it happens that I have told you. Then the last verse, verse 33 of chapter 16, closes in the same way that he opened this chapter. Now remember, Jesus was not speaking in chapter division, okay? But he says this, I've said these things to you. Remember how he said that in the first verse? And then he also said it in the fourth verse, and I think he said it over in the 14th chapter too. He says it several times. I've said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. <coughs> they didn't know what was about to happen. They didn't know that he was about to be arrested. They didn't know that he was going to be beaten. He had told them, but they just didn't know it was about to happen. He had told them repeatedly that he was going to be handed over by the religious rulers and that he would be killed. But they didn't know it was about to happen at that moment. And what is he speaking of? I'm telling you these things, that in me you may have peace. Even as Jesus is being beaten, even as he is being nailed to the cross, his whole thing was that you may have peace in me. Then the last couple of sentences. In the world, you will have tribulation. But I, but take heart. I have overcome the world. He's speaking tremendous words of encouragement to them, speaking peace to them, telling them you're going to have tribulation. Okay? But take heart in the midst of that. In other words, take courage. Be of good cheer because he has overcome the world. He's about to go and be killed by the world, and yet he's saying, I've overcome the world. Well, what could that be all about? He'd already told him. He says, in a little while, I'm going to leave and you won't see me. And again, in a little while, you will see me. You know, when they look back upon this, this would all start to make sense. Probably didn't make sense to them at that time. Wouldn't have made sense to us. But Jesus told them the things that they needed to know to where they'd have peace, to where they have joy, to where they would know that in the same way that he overcame the world, that they would overcome the world. You know, if you're a true believer, you are an overcomer. By being in the Lord, you have overcome the world. There's absolutely nothing that can overcome us. We need to live that way. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you again next time.